Okay. Well, <laughs> finals are over. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Um, how did your finals go, Anna? So I very embarrassingly ended up getting a C in a class I definitely should have gotten, honestly should have gotten an A in, but uh, I goofed earlier in the semester, and the professor, of course, like understandably, like did not make any exceptions, even though it was a genuine mistake. <laughs> And I cried. It's fine. In his office. It was, that was embarrassing. Um, and my grade tanked after that. And he, I had spoken to him about it. And he said, well, there's extra credit opportunities. Um, you can get up to 10 points extra credit onto your final, like, point grade. Well, not point grade. Like, the class was out of 250 points. I could get 10 points added to that 250. Well, I was only able to get four points. And it didn't do anything for me. So I ended up getting a C in that class. But I got a B in a class where I thought I was going to get a C. That's and good. So in two classes, I thought I was going to get a C, actually. Ended up getting a B in both of those. So it evened out. Yeah. I thought that... Okay, so I knew that all of my upper-level English courses, I was going to get mm-hmm. Bs in. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, like, my highest shot. Just because mm-hmm. in those classes, no matter how hard I tried... I was not able to get grades above, mm-hmm. you know, that mid-B, high-B range. Yeah. And by the time my final came around, I would have had to make at least a 100 <laughs> on my finals to get an A. So I knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. But, actually, I'm going to check right now because my grade for early American literature should have gone in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I ended up getting, I got one A okay. in my really easy literature class that okay. I knew I was going to get an A in. Yeah. And I thought, like, I was so sure I was going to get an A in Spanish. Uh-huh. I got a B. Aw. It must have been, like, really close. It had to have been, like, an, an 88, 88 or an 89. Like, just, just quite not enough to round up. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I... Good enough is fine. More bueno. <laughs> um, but... I ended up doing Christmas with my family. Um, my dad's side of the family this weekend. My mom and dad and grandma and grandpa rented a cabin here mm-hmm. in Cleveland. Yeah, how was that? Um, it was really, really fun. The cabin was really nice. Mm-hmm. I had to work, so I had to kind of go back and forth. I had to drive two hours to work a three-hour shift. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fun. I'm glad they came. Yeah, that's exciting. Because, you know, I have to work a lot over the break, and mm-hmm. this we usually always do Christmas with them at least the week before since we go to Minnesota now. Yeah. Um. But it was a lot of fun. We woke up on Saturday morning mm-hmm. before I had to go to work. I worked 11 to 2 that day. Mm-hmm. And we opened stockings. And I got a lovely notebook for my grandma in it. And she had sent the design for our logo off to a company to get a notebook made. So we have a custom notebook now. It's my it's my note writing note book. What? <laughs> my note writing notebook for the podcast. So yeah, I'm yeah. going to write down. Yeah. Right, and I started it for this uh, episode, yeah. episode, so. Ten minutes ago, because we're so well You're right, ten minutes. <laughs> okay, I got a B in that class. I knew I was going to get a B Look in that class. That. That's right. awesome. B's get degrees. You're right. Well, really, C's get degrees. The B's are like, okay, yeah, I'm Yeah, I better. thought C's got degrees, and then I got my first C, and then I had to retake the class, because they only accepted a B or better, so. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding, so that was fun. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, and then once I got back from work, we opened presents, and I got a lot of fun. I got this mm-hmm. Harry Potter crocheting kit. Yeah. And it's to make little stuffed animals of like Harry. The Ruby. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And the crochet hook is Harry's wand. No, it's not. It is. You're fucking kidding me. I have to show it to you when we're done. I'm so excited. Um, and I got I got some other stuff that was really fun. Mm-hmm. So. And other than that, I've been working. It's okay. been crazy. I, th- I think it's been busier this weekend mm-hmm. than Black Friday. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's everyone waited Do to get presents. Do you want me to tell you about what happened at my job? <sighs> so Here we go. So I work at a restaurant, and I've worked there for over two years, and I love it. I do most of the time. Friday night. If you, if you work in a restaurant, you understand, and it's the same with, like, retail, that you have, like, a system that you run, that is, like, meant for running your credit cards and doing orders. Yeah. Like, POS. It's, it's POS. POS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we have one, a POS system called Micros. hmm It went down for over an hour. Friday night. Oh, that's Friday night, okay? I worked an eight-hour shift, and typically an eight-hour shift on a Friday night, going from four to twelve... I can make at least one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, at least like that's bare minimum. I made a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Is it because people just got mad? I, I no, no one got mad. Everyone was really understanding because they did know that it was. They knew it was. Oh, not it's us. just because it went slow. Um, is it was because you... um, what happened was is like we weren't able to turn tables because ha- like, okay. some people didn't have cash to pay. And so we had to, like, find ways for them to be able to pay mm-hmm. without so that they could get out of there and then we could take more tables. And we ended up having to turn away a lot of guests because we were like, listen, like, we can only take cash right now. It was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Probably the worst shift I've worked ever. Like, yeah, ever. This weekend was pretty rough for me, too. I think the reason why I'm saying I think it was busier mm-hmm. – um, this weekend than Black Friday is because I, on Black Friday, all of my shifts, I did register. Mm-hmm. Well, I was um, greeting. Mm-hmm. I was at the front of the store for my shifts this weekend. And there were so many people. I, I saw the people coming in. Mm-hmm. I would get, like, boxed in a corner to where I couldn't move around. No, that stresses me and out. And it just stressed me out so much because, like, you know, when you work in retail, you're constantly, I mean, when you're a waitress too you're constantly moving you're mm-hmm. just wherever you work yeah you're meant usually to in the service industry you're constantly moving well there were times when i couldn't constantly move and i would just have to stand there and i'm not used to that That's and it made me feel like i was doing my job wrong but i yeah. physically couldn't just walk around the way that i uh-huh. usually do walk around i get that. um and that's why i think in my mind it, it seemed busier than black friday yeah. it probably wasn't um mm-hmm. But yeah, people don't wait last minute to buy your Christmas gifts. I'm telling you, because yesterday we ran out of a lot of our big box items that we probably aren't gonna get back. And your kid wants that really bad for Christmas, and we're out of it. So sad. You're gonna have to pay double the amount on Amazon because there are those people who will buy things to turn around and sell them on Amazon. Unfortunately, price gouging exists, which is sad. Yeah, that it does, but gotta do it early mm-hmm. yeah so that's really all my updates mm-hmm. um i'm just enjoying kind of relaxing yeah i literally did like i mean i just did christmas like present making stuff today oh, on my fun. bed with my new dog all right um 
So are you ready to do the thing? Okay. Do the do the theories. <laughs> Alright. This week is conspiracy theories. Um we're on our month of conspiracy. Conspiracy. Um <laughs> these are gonna be weird. I know. Um, I'm excited. Abby I'm excited. Didn't tell me the name of hers. The second because theory. One of the her first. theories because apparently it's really good. Yeah. I was just looking through uh I literally just searched conspiracy theories okay and one of those listicles popped up that was like you know the 12 weirdest conspiracy theories and i'm like this is gold Um, all right so mad so um (laughs) without further ado get get ready ready to theory all right so since you started last week should i yeah start or Mm -hmm. all right so i'm gonna open my what is your note-taking Steve say the handy dandy notebook. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna open my note taking notebook. <laughs> Get comfy here. So Anna knew that I'm. I mean, I had claimed this theory a long time. A ago. long time ago. <laughs> um, it is that Nazis are on the moon. God, I've never heard this. You've before. never heard it. Okay, I've it's never pretty good. Heard it There's ever. a couple different versions of it. I went the scientific route. Okay. For this one, if I'm excited. You could imagine that. It being actually scientific. So I got this article from The Sun, which is like one of those. That's so ironic. Did you get one? No, no, no. I'm saying that oh. you're talking about Nazis on the moon and you got this from The Sun. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Uh. Okay, so the reason why I say I went the scientific route is because the claim that these theorists have um, set it around is mm-hmm. that n- Nazi research scientists actually set up a base on the moon. In 1942. Oh my gosh, does it look like the one from Xeon? <laughs> like, I really No, and I'll explain why. Oh my gosh, you actually know what it looks like. Jeez. Um, actually, I don't know what it looks like, but I know that it wouldn't look like that, okay. based on some of the stuff that okay. I got. So, first <laughs> thoughts. Science on the moon, 1942. Can't okay. be good, right? No. No. Okay. So, the Germans had a little bit of help with this. Of they course. got help from the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were Axis powers, yeah. so they helped each other, um, yeah. and they set up this space program, and the Germans wanted to go to space mm-hmm. in that um, space yeah. race. Um, so th- these people believe that, you know, the Germans were just very, very ahead of the Americans, because, you know, we, I mean, we made it to space before then, but mm-hmm. we didn't go to the moon until 1969. Mm-hmm. Um and apparently, they went to the moon in 1942 and stayed there. Okay. Um, now, there is nothing saying that the Nazis are still on the moon. This mm-hmm. is saying that they went to the moon, set up a research base in 1942. Okay. Um, the Germans were known to have advanced rocket tech. Okay. Um, and the Nazis were known to want to go to space. Yeah, of course. Um, they wanted to show that because they were Aryans, they were going to... I put some, in this section says some evidence, but evidence is in quotation marks because this is not evidence. This is things that they point to. Postulation. Yes. (laughs) So these theorists thought that they found a Nazi secret base in, I'm going to butcher this, Neuschwabenland, which is an area in Antarctica. Hold on one second. Neuschwabenland. Neuschwabenland. Mm Mm-hmm. In Antarctica, so it must be like a German-controlled yeah. area mm-hmm. of Antarctica. There were also 
what looked like UFO sightings mm-hmm. in the 1940s that these theorists are saying were Nazi spacecraft testings. Ooh. Okay. So, UFO sighting, Nazi spacecraft testing, same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Um, now, they're saying that they're, this is the reason why I'm saying it's not like the Xenon okay. Space Center. It's because they said that they drilled into the moon I and set up their research why. base under the surface. That's okay. why you can't see it. Of because it's under the surface of the moon, sillies. Oh my gosh. Um, and there was a guy, his name's Werner, ba- Werner von Braun. He was an SS major, mm-hmm. um, and he was the leader of the space division. Okay. Um, that's just a fun fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what that has to do with it. A lot of this stuff that I found in this article was very, like... Here's a fun fact. <laughs> yeah, and it was like... They made a claim, and then, of course, the the secret base in Antarctica that they found was actually debunked. It was not a Nazi secret <laughs> research base. Um, a lot of these, I mean, a lot of these conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. they find things, they're like, oh, this is golden, this has to be what it is so I can connect it to my theory, mm-hmm. and then it becomes debunked, and their whole theory goes kaput. <laughs> so, that's, I think, what happened to this. Now, when I originally said I wanted to do Nazis on the Moon, mm-hmm. what I thought that this theory oh, was no. okay. was that after World War II ended, you know, obviously Hitler went to mm-hmm. Argentina, yeah. you know, of course. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, I, I thought that it. these people believed that the Nazis just freaked out and went to the moon mm-hmm. <laughs> because they knew that they had done terrible things and were <laughs> people were going to retaliate. And, you know, I thought they just were living on the dark side of the moon, because you can't see the dark side of the moon, but that is not what this theory okay. is about. I'm also laughing, because we both just sold really well that we believe, in quotation marks, that Hitler actually went to Argentina. We don't believe that. Like, no, we, no, no, no. We were joking. Um, but that is a, a big theory, it is a that big he theory. went to Argentina. Um, I make, po- I post so many memes about that. But that's... That theory, it's a lot shorter than I thought it would be, because okay. I was expecting just to do that one theory and have it be a really long yeah. one, um, but no, it was just that little one. Um, well, I decided when I knew, I knew that she'd be doing Nazis on the Moon that I was going to, like, find something that was, like, Nazi-related, but I went kind of the, obviously, the bad route, because that's who I am. So, I, this is my theory, and everyone knows this is a theory, um, is that the Holocaust did not happen. I don't believe this. I took a whole entire class about this. There's literally so much. There's people still alive. Yes. There's not even, like... Not that many, but there are so there are still people who are alive, and it's yeah. very frustrating. So I got this from somewhere, and I actually don't know where I got it from because it's telling me that the URL is Google. <laughs> okay. So I... Google. I got this from online. Um, but... Essentially, this is a conspiracy theory that the Holocaust did not happen. People who believe this are called Holocaust deniers. It is actually an entire thing. Um, And they believe that the Holocaust was a hoax or, at best, exaggerated. And it completely arises from a deliberate juice... Jewish conspiracy to designed to advance the interests of Jews. So it was yeah. meant. So the Jewish people made this theory so that essentially, okay, 
they don't kill me for saying this, but the people want people to feel bad for them, um, thus bringing more attention to them. I'm assuming that what Holocaust deniers are trying to get is that they're saying that the that Jewish, like German, like the persecuted Jews who um, were coming forward and explaining what happened to them and telling their stories, that they were doing that in an attempt to get like Israel. Like, you know, they were trying to okay. get, I think that's probably where they're coming from. Um, because obviously they were forced out of their homes. I mean, they were persecuted consistently in yeah. all of history. And then, um, obviously due to the Holocaust, the United Nations created Israel, um, which is, I have feelings about Israel and Palestine and how that went down. That I won't go into on here, but it's unfair on both sides. But yeah, just the fact that I think that they think that was unfair. That they, oh, they exaggerated it just so that they could get their own country. No, uh, it's untrue. Yeah, um, that, that's kind yeah, of infuriating. Let's, like, let's say that we killed six million, that six million of our people were murdered so that we can get a country. Like, oh my god. That's so funny. <laughs> so. Huh. So, many of the deniers do agree that some people were killed okay. by Nazis, but they do not believe that there it was as high as... Like, do they not believe that there were, like, the concentration camps? Cause I believe that they probably... I think that they don't believe in the concentration camps. They think Or maybe that there were concentration camps, but they were more, like, internment camps? Kind of like the, the ones that were for Japanese individuals and... Okay. Possibly. That's probably what There's they're trying to so say. There's just so much evidence yeah. that it's crazy. Which, again, the Japanese internment camps were also not peachy camps. No, no, no. They so, weren't. But, yeah, they, they genuinely believe that 11 million people were not killed. They think that it was all a lie and that the 6 million Jews who were killed out of that 11 million um, is, not, is not that high of a number. Um, so there was actually a, a trial in 2000. Um where a historian, David Irving, sued author Deborah Lipschott um, for her description of him as a denier um, because, essentially, um, Deborah was like, bruh, you are saying that my people lied and that we are not, we were not persecuted in World War II. And so there was a trial about this because it was incredibly wrong and defamation by him, like, of the entire, uh, like, ethnic group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what happened was, is the judge ruled in favor of Deborah and said that David Irving was an active Holocaust denier, that he was anti-Semitic and racist, and that he associated with right, right-wing extremists who promoted neo-Nazism. Okay. Yeah. So, um, it's a serious issue. Like, yeah. and unfortunately... Because of that trial, a lot more people started believing the Holocaust did not exist. Lovely. Yes. Oh my goodness. He was he was sentenced to three years in prison because of his denial of the Holocaust, um, and also now because of that, like all that happening when it was it became clear that there were people who believed that it didn't happen. It is now illegal in some countries to openly admit that you like openly state and like like, advertise that you believe the Holocaust did not exist. Well, yeah, I mean, or in Germany, Holocaust. it's illegal to yeah. have any Nazi paraphernalia. Yeah. 
Um, if you stick your hand up in a hall, you will literally get arrested. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> serious stuff. And, I mean, I'm glad. Like, oh, gosh, I'm so glad. Um, and there was actually a survey done. So there was a hundred, like a large, like 100 country survey that was um, executed. Is that the right word to use? Sure. That was used. Um, that was done by the Anti-Defamation League. And only 54% of the world's population, or the population of these 100 countries, has heard of the Holocaust. Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. And, I mean, I guess if you've never heard of it, it would be easier, Yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. it's such, like, a horrible thing. Like, yeah. if you've never heard of it, you'd be like, what? Humans couldn't do that. But, yeah, exactly. But, you know, humans did do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just think it's, I mean, in America, they, you learn about the Holocaust every single year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just about how horrible it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously, I feel like any. I say anyone, it's obviously not. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like most people here would, uh, like, be able to be explain. able to explain yeah. why you know mm-hmm. this happened. Yeah. So, um, and of like a third of the fifty-four percent of people who have heard of the Holocaust, um, only a third of them believe that it is portrayed correctly. So they're saying that they. They feel like, yes, I was taught about this, but I don't think I was taught correctly about it. Which okay. Is really concerning. Um, so, in, the highest levels of awareness, like, in the world are in Western Europe, which is great. Because yeah. Because, obviously, yeah, that's, that's, like, cool. Why is cool? I guess they probably, this is sad, but they probably take, like, school field trips to. Honestly, like, I, I wouldn't be a, shocked. They're historic sites. I yeah. mean, we take school yeah. field trips to battlegrounds. Yeah, of course. Old battlegrounds. Um. And thankfully, 77% of people in Western Europe do believe that it was actually described in their history. And, um, so yeah, that's a pretty good thing. And then, so, I just, like, so, the, I don't know if you know what the United States, like, Holocaust Memorial Museum is. Like, it's in It's in DC. Washington, D.C., yeah. I've actually, heard it's actually very, very, very moving. Yeah. Yes. I actually tried to, I was going to try and get an internship there, mm-hmm. but then. I oh, got, I remember that. I got an internship somewhere else, and I decided to go there instead. But um, their explanation of what Holocaust denial is, I'm going to read this verbatim. Any attempt to negate the established facts of the Nazi genocide of European Jews, Holocaust denial and distortion of form, are forms of anti-Semitism, prejudice against, or hatred of Jews. Holocaust denial and distortion generally claim that the Holocaust was invented or exaggerated by Jews as a part of a plot to advance Jewish interests. These views perpetuate long-standing anti-Semitic Stereotypes, people beliefs that helped lay the groundwork for the Holocaust. Holocaust denial, distortion, and misuse all undermine the truth and our understanding of history. So it's a really basically you are an asshole, an <laughs> ignorant racist. Yes, an if ignorant you racist. believe that, which I mean, I'm fully support saying that if you, there's no reason why you should deny the Holocaust. There is no reason. There is. There are people, they, they're old, but there are people who are still alive who mm-hmm. can give you firsthand experience, which is gold for history. Yeah, there are people. Pictures. I mean, there are pictures. Videos. There are. Still, I think there's probably, I think there may even be like a video or two of when they like freed them. Yeah. Especially liberated, liberated the them. Yeah. camps. Um, 
you could go to the uh-huh. freaking actual sites of yeah. these horrible camps. I don't get it. This makes me angry. Yeah, and and here's my thing. Here's my thing that bothers me the most is that there's like even there's like Germany, who was the perpetuators, like, they were the ones who did this, like, the Nazis, it wasn't all Germany, I'm gonna clarify that, but even people who lived in Germany and who were having to, like, be a part of, like, the party, because if you weren't a part of the party, you were, like, You were gonna be persecuted, basically, yeah. Yeah. You were an enemy in their eyes. Like, there were people who were even a part of the party who knew what was going on and tried to fight it, like, I just learned about, like, this really amazing movement called the White Rose Resistance, and, like, even they were trying their best to, like, make it stop, and, like, they understood that, like, what was going on, and, um, I don't know if people were even taught this in, like, I don't remember ever being taught it in school, but, like, um, because of the group that I'm talking about, the White Rose, or Die Rosa, they, um, they created something called, when they were executed, the, the group leader, um, somehow, Brit, like, the British got a handle on their, like, a hand on their, um, sixth leaflet, which is what it was called. Okay. And that was turned into the manifesto of the Munich students, of the students of Munich, which was, like, a big deal because, oh, I just kicked the table because the An explosion on. happened. Yeah. That's probably what it sounded like. <laughs> um, and essentially, um, the British took a thousands of, like, and reprinted thousands of these leaflets and then dropped them all over that's crazy mm-hmm. okay well that was all that that is upsetting more upsetting than flat earthers yeah because i mean obviously with flat earthers i mean i'm not even gonna attempt to try and do that conspiracy theory on this podcast just because there's so much actually it goes more in depth than just the earth being flat there's like some weird crap and yeah that with like, flat earth that flat earthers believe <laughs> um no like dark like oh, weird okay. stuff oh, um but like it's like so in front of you like with flat earth you can like literally like there are like the telescope pictures of earth and it's obviously round <sighs> and then with this it's like there are obvious pictures of the holocaust and the horrible things that they have done and you still don't believe it really <laughs> there's I'm, I'm not even joking there okay first of all a big thing is that there's some, like, I don't know if this is true. Oh, God, we're on, we're on a we're tangent. We're on a tangent it's okay. right now. Um, a lot of some, fl- like, flat earthers think that the other planets are round, but that the Earth is flat. What? Another thing. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. Is that I one can't. time I saw a tweet, and it was like, you know, when people make memes out of tweets, and it was like that this flat earther was, like, um, saying something about going around the world, and the guy in the sunny comments were like, don't you mean across? Like, if it's if the world is flat, you would not be going around. Oh the yeah, world. you're you're right. Oh and my it was god. Just like oh my god, yes, freaking own that. Yeah. So good. <sighs> These theories. Okay. Are you ready for mine? Yes. This I'm is the ready. one that Anna has no clue about. I'm but so in the dark. <laughs> um, it's short, but it is packed full. Beautiful. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm like trying not you to ready? Like, look at her notebook. Queen Elizabeth II, okay, you know uh-huh. the queen who uh-huh. killed the corgis, is a cannibal. Is a cannibal? Yeah. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. So, you know she's old, like as dirt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like she's outlived many 
many Monarchs. world leaders. Yeah. Um, well, this guy, and this name really cracked me up, his name is Hubert Humdinger. <laughs> Hubert Humdinger proposed this theory. Okay. I got, oh, I didn't write down where I got this from. It was actually a website called, like, All the Conspiracies or something, okay. which just seems really cool. I want to go through it. I'm excited. Um, so the queen, um, he quotes that she is, he's met her before. Oh. And he quotes that she was packed with more energy than the sun. Oh, God. She's a vampire. Um. Okay. Which, I mean, to live that long, you have to have a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, right now, she doesn't seem to have a lot of energy. She seems to be kind of a grumpus, but that's okay. She was raised by being grumpus. Yeah. Um. And, so, with the cannibal thing. <laughs> so, it's known that there's a lot of energy in human muscle. Yeah. Like, a lot of ATP, all that stuff. Well, this guy says that in order to keep her energy and stay mm-hmm. young and, quote, vivacious, mm-hmm. she eats human flesh. Oh, God. Um, there, a while ago, there was these stories of school children going missing in Canada that were somehow related to the queen. Somehow, like, the queen visited Canada, uh-huh. and a bunch of school children went missing. Uh-huh. And every year they noticed, you know, children going missing. Mm-hmm. Well, there was this, it was an anonymous um, soldier, probably a member of the Queen's Guard, okay. at um, Windsor Castle, which is where mm. they live. Um, he found this weird freezer oh. in the kitchen. It was oh, like God. a secret freezer. Like, no one knew about it. Okay. And he opened it, and they, he said that there were just body parts everywhere. Arms, feet, heads you know, torsos, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was supposedly for the queen to... <laughs> Munch on. Chow down on, yeah. Have dinner. Huh. Um, I don't like that one. That's really all that they point to. Um, they kind of... they Some of them are like, well, since the queen eats human flesh, then the whole royal family probably does too because they want to keep their line going really strong. Okay. Um, and live as long as they can. Yeah. So that no one else usurps the throne or whatever like that i i can't think of a modern day usurpation of a throne it's just such a archaic thing to me to think of but i mean it could happen and you know in order for that to not happen the queen obviously is a cannibal (laughs) um i just i was just thinking to myself like bro what if she just has like an extreme addiction to caffeine like that or she has really good genes because you and know, she literally has been bred. Yeah. On humans. Seriously? Well, you mean like inbreeding, right? No, no, no. Because uh, saying... I was going to say, inbreeding makes you not have good genes. No, 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 I'm saying like she's been like bred, as in like they're pedigree people. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It just, this thing cracks me up because like, it just seems like such a. I've been reading a lot of. Um, it also pointed to like. You know the soccer team that crashed in the Andes Mountains? Yeah. And they had to resort to cannibalism to survive. Like, they pointed to that, but that was such a different circumstance. Like, they would have died if they mm-hmm. had... I don't even know if I would have been able to do that. But it, apparently it was... They didn't kill each other to eat yeah. each other. It was like their friends had died. It was probably really, really hard for them to do that and probably caused a lot of psychological it's like the, damage. It's the, um, Sean or Purdy. Yeah. It's not like they wanted to do that. No. And somehow they're pointing to that to try and make this make sense. And it's like, that does not make this, that doesn't make this make sense at all. 
It's just <laughs> all of these theories are just like grasping at straws, and uh-huh. any little thing that they can find, they're like, that has something to do with this. It I must. Can't. Um, I just thought it was funny. It made me laugh. I saw it and I was like, this is great. I love that a lot. Um, I just don't think I could imagine seeing a 90-year-old woman eating human no. flesh. No. And have you or seen anyone. There's actually a picture. I found it on Pinterest, but it's probably everywhere. It's a picture, and it's like, it's not a meme, but it's supposed to be funny. And it's all, like, they're vertical picture, like, one after another. And it's Queen Elizabeth shaking hands of, like, the U.S. presidents. Mm-hmm. And it goes all the way back to, like, I don't know, like, I'm not good with history, but it goes uh, way, 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 way back. Before Lyndon B. Johnson, for yeah. sure. Who was, um, <clears throat> I mean, I remember she met Jackie Kennedy. Yeah. So. And Lyndon B. Johnson was after Kennedy, wasn't he? Didn't he take over for Kennedy? I'm not good with history, y'all. It's a problem. So, it would have started, like, well, she was born in 26, obviously. Um, she w- she is 93. Yeah, but she took the throne when she was really young. 52. Didn't she take the throne in her early 20s? Yeah. Yeah. She was in. Cause there's a whole TV show about it. Oh, was there? She was super young. She was. Sorry. Yeah, 50, 52. Mm-hmm. She was only. Yeah, so she, that was early to be ruling to a be bunch ruling of countries. A, yeah, so that was that theory. It's ridiculous. Um, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I don't believe it's true. Yeah, since we are making fun of it right now. <laughs> um, oh yeah. But I guess if you believe in it, all the power to you. You might be a little afraid of the queen. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But let yeah. me tell you, they're not going away. They have a long line of people, so if you believe they're cannibals, you got yeah. a long time with cannibals in your mm-hmm. on your throne. So, yeah. Well, that was an interesting. One. Yeah, I thought so, it was interesting. This one I have is one, and I think that a lot of people have probably heard. Um, I've always wanted to go here, just because like seems cool. But this theory is that um, aliens helped build the Stonehenge. I. May have heard about it. Okay. Okay. So, as we all know, um, the Stonehenge, um, like, stones are, some of them are weighing around 50 tons. Yeah. Which is quite a lot of weight, considering the wheel was not invented yet. So, the theory is that, like, how, like, the questions, essentially, how did these individuals transport and arrange the stones into yeah. the Stonehenge. I mean, the pyramids were... Yeah, I know, which a lot of people also believe is built by aliens. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, never mind. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I never That's heard of that. That's a big thing. Um, so, there is no obvious answer to how this was done. And so, of course, here we got these theorists who are like, you know, they definitely had help from aliens i'm just picturing that discovery Uh channel guy going aliens Uh uh-huh so uh like 
this is during the Neolithic mon- like era. So this is right around the time when um, so ne- there was something called the Neolithic Revolution. So this is about the time when like state level societies were coming to be, which would mean that they were going from small like little villages to being actual like um, societies like governed by somewhat governed. Okay. Yeah, state level. So there would have been somebody in charge. So that okay. was around this time. I'm assuming that the Stonehenge was created probably a little bit before that, but it had to have been organized before, like, or organized by somebody. So I'm assuming that there was some early state-level society that was probably nearby, but I couldn't imagine that they were too, like, advanced, but they were advanced enough yeah. to move these stones. Um, but this guy, I got this from National Geo, <laughs> actually, um, is a Swiss, Swiss author named um, uh, Eilich. Okay, I don't know if Swiss is... Well, no. Oh, my God. I can't turn my mouse around. I literally was about to say, I don't think this is the right way to say this. Eric von Däniken. Um, so, I'll just say Eric. But Eric suggested that, um, considering that... <laughs> he's saying that the monument <laughs> was a model of the solar system that also functioned as an alien landing pad. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> wow, I'm okay. So sorry. <laughs> After all, how else would these massive stones have ended up hundreds of miles from their home quarters? That's what they pondered in this article. Oh no. But um it has been proven um that essentially like some scientists have taken the time and they've demonstrated how it would have been possible yeah. to build such a thing using what technologies were available at the time around 5,000 years ago. Yeah, very primitive technology, but they had, like, pulleys. And yeah, there just wasn't wheels. We have to remember that. Like, uh, yeah, there I was no wheels. There weren't wheels. That, so, wheels would make that so much easier. So, and, of course, so the, the big... Ooh, hmm, ooh, I can't talk. And the big thing is that, like, people, they realize the stones are, like, aligned it seems to be with, like, solstices and eclipses, and that that proves that, like, the Stonehenge builders were, like, paying attention to, like, astro- mm. astronomy. No. Yeah. Astronomy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, they're... I almost said astrology, which would have been really interesting. Astronomy. But I mean, it was very, like, speculative. Yeah, because they were, like, so... Obviously. Yeah, because they were so, like, enamored, probably, by the fact that there was, like, the sun is getting covered by the moon and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's a really, uh, like, another thing. And that's, like, also comes into the pyramids, too, because the pyramids are actually in a certain, like, um... They're in a, like, formation yeah. that is aligned with something, and I'm not entirely sure what it is, but it definitely makes people be, like, yeah. Aliens, like the guy on, on what was it? You was said? it Discovery Number Channel? Two? Probably. I think it was Discovery Channel. Yeah, I. That's funny. I feel like aliens is always the answer with mm-hmm. weird nat- natural. That wasn't a Occurrences. natural thing, though. Yeah, phenomenon. Yeah, sure. that is not a natural phenomenon. That is man-made. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That's cool, though. Yeah. I love it. I. I can't. I can't believe you cracked me up. Weird. I don't get it. I um. I would like to believe that aliens are real, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my thing was, is that if I were an alien believer, if I was an alien believer, 
Uh-huh. That's what they call themselves, probably not. And I'm not, but if I were, and that if I believed aliens existed, I would believe that they were not nice. Because if they were nice, then they would make themselves known. <laughs> sure. That's so why they're they, obviously hiding because that's why they haven't they ma- haven't made themselves known is not because the earth is a trash dumpster dumpster fire i can't speak english dumpster fire dumpster fire earth is trash dumpster fire <laughs> um <laughs> yes i'm joking the earth is amazing we've just destroyed it <laughs> we're all amazing right okay well all right so that's all that we have this week um i have to use the bathroom but <laughs> okay so uh social media instagram that we instagram still have not facebook our email you can find that all you can find us on youtube and itunes give us ratings we want rating all we want christmas is ratings yeah, um it's true so yeah that's that's all that i have so until next week Keep Keep calm calm and theory theory on. on.